0: writing a song there's a real rush to it when you really put it together in the way that you know is right for what you're doing it feels amazing you know and i think you can kind of chase that art and creativity is all about saying something in a new way that makes people think differently you know that makes people feel differently and so those are the writers that I really appreciate. A sucking dick for drink tickets at the free bar at my cousin's Bat Mitzvah. Cutting the punchline, and it ain't no joke. Devoid of all hope, circus mirrors and pot smoke. Picking fights on Dyke Night, the churleys and Lokes, and snatching purses. Doing out in the karaoke and forgetting all the verses. Blowing kisses to disinterested bitches Playing lead play in a bad way on Broadway Sending sexy SMSs to my ex's new man Cause I can, on the road trying to break an old band Eating pussy for new fans I am, what the hell, using pure Purell so my hands bleed and swell Missing mill at a Motel 6 I'm unwell If I'm sinking and laughing at something sunken And I am If I'm sinking and laughing at something sunken And I am If I'm sinking and laughing at something sunken And I am That's Yoni
1: Wolf, singer and songwriter with the Cincinnati Trio Y. Over the past 15 years, they've released six studio albums, creating a sound that incorporates indie rock and electronic aesthetics, along with a core appreciation for hip-hop. In the past, Yoni's lyrics have been characterised by a unique neurosis, the uncomfortable specificity of anxieties, and the bittersweet celebration of brief, redemptive moments. This September sees why I return to Ireland, touring their highly influential 2008 album Alopecia. So ahead of these shows, I'd like to share this interview with Yoni, recorded last year at the Glasgow Centre for Contemporary Arts. We talk about everything from his first attempts at making music to his newfound need to foster positivity in his songwriting. It's Yoni Wolf on the Thin Air Podcast.
0: Are you rapping a local radio station or is this a podcast this or what are a, we doing? This is a podcast.
1: Okay. Specifically on matters of songwriting. I've enjoyed your work for many years, so it's nice to finally get a chance to speak to you about it. I suppose, first off, I'd like to ask you about the first songs you wrote. I heard you started rapping over an instrumental De La Soul track, is that right?
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's something I did used to do in high school when I was, you know, 15, 16 years old, I remember, you know. It wasn't like nowadays where everybody was making, like, beats, you know, you had to kind of find, like, a song that didn't have someone else rapping on it, you know, and then you kind of freestyle over that, so, yeah, there was, there was, like, a tune, I remember, on, the, on, uh, Blue My State that had, like, a horn, it was, like, a horn solo song, and, uh, Maceo Parker, I think, soloing over a beat, and I said, th- yes, I did used to freestyle over that alone in my bedroom.
1: private process of finding your voice
0: finding someone else's voice or trying to find someone else's voice and then eventually i found my own voice i think or i'm still finding it really
1: well when did you feel like you'd gone beyond mere imitation or you know uh, you had enough influences gathered together to feel like it was something distinct a distinct combination
0: yeah i think you know I mean I started to have a, a more unique thing I think when I was around 18 or something that's when I really started recording um it wasn't it was not good like it like you know and I'm not being cheeky or whatever it was you know just very bad but it was unique I think I built back to at as good as I am now from there you know what I mean which I think now I'm it's palatable, to, you know, I'm, it's debatable, of course, whether it's good or not good, but it's at least professional.
1: <laughs> I interviewed your friend Dave, Serengeti, once. Okay. And he was talking about, you know, people not recognizing that their own lives are interesting enough to talk about in songs. Was that part of the process for you, was like learning to go beyond what you assumed you should be rapping about and just rap about your life?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I think early on, I sort of fetishized the small stuff about my own life, you know, and even for years, really. Uh, and up until recently, when I sort of have started to see things, uh, see myself a bit more from the distance in a way. But yeah, that was part of it, is going to the personal, going away from the expected within You know, I mean, you're kind of asking about rap stuff, and that is how I started out, or that's how I thought about it when I was starting out. So going away from what was expected at that time within rap music and toward something more personal, that was kind of the thing that I was doing, I think, yeah. Your shit sounds like you recorded in a hoodie on a hot Until the handkerchief of history covers us with its Times New Roman black and white post script. I will wear lavender shirts and yellow painted public restrooms. Looking like art deco in my September complexion. And red against blue skies and have those pictures taken to be proof against the dull mood. your high school history, teacher that we wore color. That we distributed the seeds of dead dandelions mm-hmm. in cement surrounded city parks. That we let our skin soak up the sun despite the advice of modern science. That we sometimes wore our hair long and let it curl and never calm and it in braids. That we taught ourselves to play the pots and dance, so that we would have something honest to
1: dance to. Something soul to sing to. And d- sometimes we um, what about going where, how can I phrase this? into an uncomfortable terrain like something that you know might make some people uncomfortable but it's a distinct enough detail of your life and that's part of finding a true honest emotion is going somewhere uncomfortable i'm thinking in terms of songs like good friday or shag carpet or you know
0: yeah yeah I, you know i i think uh you know that sort of thing is more my own trip in a way it's more like i i you know, if I'm to analyze it sort of from the outside, I think it's more like a, a little psychological kink or something like where where I feel so much shame that the only way to to neutralize that shame is to put it all out there and sort of be a bit unapologetic about it. Take ownership over it. Yeah, yeah, accept, and, and, and in that way, accept it in, in a way, or, or, or accept it because other people accept it. So, that, I, okay, well, then I have to accept myself or something. Oh, my words for sadness, like Eskimo snow on crosses. For
1: you, I think there's a lyric, one of the lines from Eskimo snow. Our humdas prayers in secret and sung through speakers and rooms for people to hear it.
0: Our prayers in secret and sung through speakers and rooms for people to
1: hear it. I guess I wanted to ask you about the confessional license of songwriting. Was that something you were aware of quite early on, as you know, by virtue of the fact you're on a stage with a microphone?
0: you have access to say things that you wouldn't admit to people face to face yeah I, I think there is something to that you know like I said the things that I talk about in you know Good Friday for instance or, or some of those other songs like I think I, I even say it on Good Friday it's like I wouldn't whisper to my own little sister or something you know like you know or even tell my, sh- my shrink you know what I mean or it, you know but I put it in a song it's like because there's so, I don't know there's something about just putting it out there for anyone to hear, but not anyone specific to hear, that is somehow cathartic and feels really unsettling at first. You know, I remember rapping verse three of Good Friday in the studio and none of my other bandmates had heard it at all. Um, You know, I had been doing verse one and two and I told them, yeah, there's a third verse or whatever. So we'll, we'll make the, you know, let's, let's arrange for that or whatever. And then I, when I was doing the vocals, I was in there doing it and it was all dark. And I just had this feeling doing it, you know, it just like, uh, just like a pit in my stomach, you know. It feels exciting, touching your handwriting, getting horny by reading it and repeating poorly, intently staring at the picture of your feet on the sticker. At the art chrome exhibit, I wonder who's sicker Drinking off in an art museum, John, till my dick hurts The kind of shit I won't admit to my head shrinker Not even in a whisper to my own little sister I just stack like a dick and talk shit when I'm with her Art 6, I say the Friday before Easter was not good, I cried to myself in the pisser. And with you in the front row at the Silver Jew show Me act like you didn't notice My fear of the bear that showed his pizza when I was six was overwhelming and not dissimilar to this. Sinking in laughing at something sunken and I am. If I'm sinking and laughing at something sunken and I am. If I'm sinking in laughing at something sunken I and something
1: sunken, I am. Okay, well, let me ask you about when that music is received. Like, once you have an audience that are then, you know, melding along to that or... I suppose the expectation of an audience, generally, does that affect your writing? Uh,
0: yeah, I, I mean, it shouldn't, that? it shouldn't. But it is, it's tough, you know, with the knowledge that, that people are going to hear something, how do you continue working in a truly honest way or, or unaffected way while knowing that? And, and it, is, it is tough, but, but that's the, the goal. And, and, you know, it can be st- st- stunting at times. I I think when you know when it when it is coming to me in an honest way it is unaffected by by that stuff so and, you know and I just have to let that happen it's, it's hard to it's hard to uh, to force it because yeah I mean I've definitely written many things that I'll look back on and that they won't go anywhere because it's because I know that it's somehow um you know it's it's a it's a too too self-aware too too uh ego-driven in a way or something like that not not enough from the the raw unfiltered place yeah That's, i mean brings me
1: to writer's block have you ever experienced that yeah uh, sure
0: yeah sure I, I go through stuff like that um a lot um i try not to be too hard on myself about it try to just uh roll with it and and you know take a walk or something or do something else that you know is not about the music or you know i don't know try to live my life yeah 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 get, yeah.
1: get a little bit of distance from your own process
0: yeah i was spilled into the form of a man but I'm nothing if you believe that that I'm not looking for nothing in nobody's eyes is a lie. Long to be seen in my silence. After the years of shyness. That I'm not looking for nothing in nobody's eyes is a lie. You keep your wants registered with committees in your mind each empty breath a record of what isn't there will I be counted out among those from you taken slowly your scalp spits a cowlick for me over years spread out does a dull persistent feeling is something you forgot that might
1: have never been. I wanted to ask you about uh, the other, the flip side of, of writer's block, like when you're in a particularly prolific state, say, like um, uh, you wrote Eskimo, Snow, and Alopecia around the same time. Like, did that feel like a particularly prolific time for
0: you as a writer? No, that's the thing, Is like it, it kind of feels the same. It sort of feels like, at least at that time, and and now, I think now I'm just less hard on myself, so I'll, like, allow myself to to take some time off and stuff. At that time, I expected a lot of myself and felt like I was failing at all times. And then, you know, and then you go through, you know, a year and, you know, you start putting together the demos that you have, and you're like, oh, oh I've got 20 songs or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, so it just kind of, things happen... Over time, and just like evolution, or just like any process that happens over time, I think the creative process is similar. I mean, obviously on a different scale, but you know what I mean. If you are a person who has a like a creative center or something like that, is it's going to happen at some point, and it just it will take its own time sometimes, and sometimes other things in your life will slow it down, which has happened for me a lot. Sometimes you end up, I guess, in a very furtive state. You end up in a, in a situation where you're writing a ton and, you know, and feel good about it. I, I still haven't really found a way to like keep that as a prolonged thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it comes and goes, definitely.
1: What were you measuring yourself against in that period where you were really unsatisfied with the work, I mean, I'm putting words in your mouth in that respect, but you said whatever you were writing, you didn't feel like you were prolific or you didn't feel like you were doing good work. What were you measuring yourself against? Can you pinpoint it?
0: Bright eyes. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like a self-imposed thing. It's not about anybody else. I just sure. feel like it's more about, I guess, how how I live. I I just, uh, you know, I've felt the the, like freedom of rampant creativity or something and like you want to go back to that, you know, you want to feel that more, especially like writing a song, there's a real rush to it when you really put it together in the way that you know is right for what you're doing. It feels amazing, you know, and I think you you can kind of chase that saw two men fuck in a dark corner of a basketball court just a slight jingle of pocket change pulsing in the tourist park i lost 50 euros to a guy with the walnut shells and the marble it really pissed me off so
1: Another thing I wanted to ask you about—you can contest this or not—like "Elephant's Eyelash" and alopecia, there was uh, there was like a person in your life or relationship in your life that inspired a lot of those songs. Is that the case? Yeah,
0: I, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think there's definitely, definitely Elephant Eyelash" is like a kind of like a breakup album. I think in many ways, or I mean, maybe it's not all the way, but definitely it has shades of that. And and uh, I think alopecia is definitely still dealing with that same person in my life and how that was going um as well so yeah
1: have you ever considered that like why one person might inspire a lot of your work
0: oh i just think that i got very close to that person and felt a lot and when you feel a lot you know that can inspire uh you know Sad people with a melodic sensibility to to, to write songs. Yeah. Faith shaped and coiled, your legs are too skinny dolphins swimming between the mattress and the layers
1: Mean to dwell on the past we can talk about i suppose the, the latest album Moline. i don't know this is something that i've read about it and i guess comparative to months etc you're in a more like positive headspace so there's more like optimism across this album in the writing is that a fair assumption i, I
0: yes i think so yeah i think so that's what everybody's been saying and that, that and I, yeah and i agree with that i think that that comes down to just I guess, me trying to take a more positive positive approach in general, you know?
1: Just, yeah, in terms of your balance in life and that kind of thing. Yeah,
0: for sure, yeah.
1: Within that, I would find it's easier to lean into the darker things and write about them in a way that feels unique, whereas... I feel it's easier to
0: diss something than it is to praise something. Exactly. I think it comes down to your personal, like, natural outlook. You may have a darker outlook, like I do, maybe, and tend towards that. But I think there's some people who, like, it's very natural to sing praise songs or something. Mm -hmm. Definitely not for me. Uh, You know, I I definitely have tended towards that very self-deprecating and sort of Cynical, and I think it's been a struggle for me to move t- towards more love and sincerity. As much as that makes me cringe more than saying jerking off in a bathroom in an in art museum, but <laughs>
1: where are we right now? Sorry, but we're in the art museum. Anyway,
0: we are next to the art museum bathrooms, <laughs> um, but I think it's true. You know, I am trying to move more towards that stuff, and I, you can look at at. All this, however you want, positive, negative. We we were born with that ability, which is very strange. It's very strange that we're anything at all. But you know, even that that we can view things in those different lights, and that's really just within us. I mean, that's not even.
1: That's not what the world
0: is doing. No, there's an there's an objectivity somehow outside of us, but we don't really have that within us so there's always a positive or negative coming with any experience that we have or or, or any new thing we we learn or and you know we can't it's hard to get away from that so I you know I'm trying to move more towards enjoying life
1: and finding a way to write about that in an interesting way yeah trying to yeah trying
0: to Mm hmm yeah I'm not saying that you're failing, by the way.
1: I really no, enjoy the new I, album. I,
0: I don't think I'm failing either. I think I'm finding ways, yeah. And it's not like, it's complicated. You know, it's not, I'm not writing praise and worship stuff because I don't know anything. You know, like, I think it's easy when, when people feel like, okay, well, they really know the answer. They really know what's going on here. It's easier to, like, have, it like, a, like, reggae songs or, or gospel songs or something. It's, like, easier to write like that or to sing like that when you really feel like you know, uh, you know, my, my stuff is still very open-ended and I, I really have no idea what's happening, but at least I don't have to like force a cynicism. Like, uh, you know, I feel like some of the stuff like, you know, earlier on really really had that, you know, really had an, inf- an inflated negativity. And I, I would even write exaggerations of my own darkness you know
1: wasn't that for like a comic effect like i mean you mentioned self-deprecation as if it was a bad thing but maybe self-deprecation is a way of gallows humor
0: it's like laughing at the darkness absolutely absolutely and and that's why i don't i don't uh, you know i'm not the type of guy that's gonna sever myself from the rest of my career because I, i you know i still stand behind it and i i it is funny like i i think that like I can go back to my earlier writing and hear lines, and even if it's something that's super dark, it's, I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's great the way that I said that. Or I, I don't feel uh, like I need to distance myself, but that said, I, I feel like going out on tour and, and singing a song every night that, that is sort of like wallowing in some muck that you, you don't come out unscathed after doing that every night for two years, you know what I mean? You don't come out feeling cheery. So, like, I'm trying, you know, yeah. slowly maybe working towards having material that I can sing every night and come out feeling glorious, you know, <laughs> like... Opposite of oxen Feeling for an exit With fingers stiff as branches Of a tiny bonsai birch Bark falling off in strips Leaving nude wood white so Bright and raw scar glow Like a fresco angel Except starved and deranged though And for an exit trying Through blindness and time If I wasn't when I am But I'm on
1: To be said though for delivery as well, like as much as it's all well and good to write some great lyrics, but then to make them convincing, you know, it, it depends on your tone of address, let's say.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, or we, you know, we'll re record something like we've done that many times, like Proactive Evolution, we recorded four times, you know, like why was it wrong the previous three times? I, I don't know, I mean, just like you know tempos or, or, or arrangements or you know just any little thing can can kind of throw a fly in the ointment you know and there's something magical that should happen on a recording you know i'm, I'm a i i am like recorded music you know i mean i like a live music too and something special has to happen there as well but it's totally different you know and yeah a, a recording has to have some cer- certain magic to it that makes it feel just compelling like time and time again to listen to otherwise you only have to listen to it once and then you're bored so you know and and a, a, a good hook you know just like a, a good lyrical or melodic hook can do a lot but that's not everything like you know the thing has to be right to the, the actual instrumentation and what is there and what was scraped away and what you know i just yeah
1: yeah but then i I wouldn't like if i listen to a Y song like in terms of thinking about your music and your lyrics like you don't obscure them nothing gets nothing gets hidden or lost you know and i think certain things are absolutely underlined and bold pointed
0: i think so yeah yeah. yeah I mean we, we definitely production you know I mean this is a whole other conversation about it production is, but, sure. but, the, but definitely like production that I tend to like is, is bold and simple a lot of times you know um, because it sounds a lot bigger and, and a lot more open and a lot broader for the you know less is more and with production a lot of times um, the more stuff you have the smaller it sounds you know because the smaller each thing sounds, uh, is there only so much space within the stereo field or whatever, or within the frequency range. I'd be drying up nearly bone. Alone in the lack, veins slack as empty holes, pain like a crumpled newborn foe. Stumbling towards a need to undefined defeat the negative
1: what inspires you is a broad open-ended question but do you think you can give an answer
0: oh man that's a tough one it's for me it's about being like i don't know being in the right space in my life like in terms of like it's hard for me to do too much on tour and i've been wanting to but you're moving around so much I think there's a certain settledness that I need to have so, you know and I think when that's there everything inspires me you know what I mean like you know whether it's relationships that I have or a TV show I'm watching or the news that I'm listening to or whatever so it really is more about that settledness I think
1: In terms of specific songwriters Dave Berman or Q-Tip have been particularly inspiring to you. What is it you enjoy in other songwriters?
0: First of all, you have to call him David Berman. Dave. Oh, that's he, right. He, Sorry, he got upset at me when I called him Dave Berman. Okay. Um, you
1: tried to go informal, and he yeah.
0: Shot you down. He's like, okay. it's David. Like, okay.
1: Well, okay. Let's say David Berman. What is it specifically about his writing that you enjoy? Can you can you pinpoint it?
0: Oh, I don't know. I, you know, he's just very out of the box. He's not encumbered by any of the songwriting tropes, really, that people fall into. I mean, I think that's what, to me, that's what makes a good songwriter or a songwriter that I'm interested in here listening to is, like, at least in terms of, like, I mean, lyrically or or production-wise or anything, really. It's just, like, getting out of the box, like, not being stuck within some very sort of like previously defined thing art and creativity is all about saying something in a new way that makes people think differently you know that makes people feel differently and so those are the writers that I really appreciate people that do that I think he really did definitely did that especially lyrically I mean I think even he would probably admit to melodically or st- structurally his songs being fairly rudimentary, rudimentary or, 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 or fairly traditional mm-hmm. within a I don't know what you where where from like you know uh, indie country or alt country or whatever it is you know but his lyrics are so amazingly unique and with no pretense of this is a song about this it just very very him. And I love that about his songwriting. And, you know, so yeah, those are the people that I mostly like. He
2: almost walked into a wall. Oh man, she was a sight to see. And at the party. Down the hall He said you are the highest apple in the tree Out the window in the harbor he saw A little ship The moon was worn just slightly On the right They slow danced so the needle wouldn't skip until the room was filled with light. And I remember you, and I remember me, the sunshine walking inside you. And the man you could see in me So I remember me And I remember you So many beautiful days in a row now And the nights were perfect
1: too Is there anything you feel I haven't asked you about songwriting?
0: I think you've asked me every single question about. No, I, I no, I, I thought that was a great interview. I'm I'm I, I appreciate it. I, I'm impressed. Yeah, thank you.